What's yep. going on, everyone? Welcome back to another Lure Lab episode here on the Serious Angler Network. And we hope you enjoy these episodes as you're driving to the boat ramp on this beautiful, crisp fall Saturday morning as you're listening to this as it is uploaded. But um, today I am joined again by Bailey and Adam from the Serious Angler Network and the Business from the Bass Boat. Um, and today we're talking kind of a fun subject, and we had some disagreements on what we actually wanted to talk about for our fourth episode, if we wanted to do regular football jigs or finesse. And ultimately, we went with finesse jigs, but what is going on, guys? How are you today? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this one because finesse football jigs are a heck of a lot of fun, and they just outright get bit, regardless of time of year. And I think, I'll be honest, this is one of my favorite things to throw but also, I think we're going to piss a little people off today. because Oh, yeah. I, I think some people are going to be very upset with some of the stuff. So hopefully we don't get any hate mail. But also, <laughs> we hope we get a lot of love mail in the comments and from people saying which finesse jigs they love and trailers and et cetera. Love. But, uh, I love that. Love mail. That sounds like, like second grade Valentine's <laughs> Day. Everybody yeah. trade your love mail. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. You have me hosting the show, right? You never know what I'm going to say next. This is very so, true. Like, <laughs> we are going to get a ton of like little comment things that I'm going to say, and people are going to be like, oh, my God, this guy is ridiculous. But <laughs> let's dive right in. Finesse football jigs and the, all the details that we find important to put more bass in the boat in our live wells and the kayak bump board. So, guys, what finesse jigs are you throwing? <laughs> you love that you added that part to it, didn't you? For, for folks who don't listen to the Serious Angler podcast, or from the Bass Boat, yes, I am the only kayak angler here. I don't know why people make fun of me. Gosh. Uh, kayak, kayak anglers represent in the comments. But uh, I'll, I'll start this thing off in that uh, I think finesse football jigs are obviously because it's a profile thing, right? Because football jigs, you're supposed to be representing a crawdad. You're trying to get that big profile typically, whereas finesse football jigs is something that's smaller, getting bit where there's they see a lot of different craw imitants and the finesse football jig is going to be something a little bit more subtle. So being that it's a smaller you know, profile bait, I think the most important thing about that is going to be your hook. I think it's going to be majority of the time you're going to have a lighter hook. And this is going to play as we talk about setup, a line, and all that jazz. But uh, what we're going to talk about is some really good baits like from a finesse football standpoint. Uh, and I think they're all what well, the biggest emphasis that we all have. And I think we can agree on is hook is everything. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm sure we're all going to list one jig that is identical across the board. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure because it is that good. So can I start this one off? <laughs> yeah, you jig? look excited. I, I don't want to like yeah. tra <laughs> train so, wreck your... <laughs> right off the bat, like I'm not going to show the trailer because we're going to talk about it here soon, but it is a queen tackle peanut jig. And the one of the most important things that we can talk we have about the same color <laughs> Dude, it, i think it's like summer goby right oh that's look at that like i told you like we did not plan that at all but one of the most important facts i think personally when it comes to finesse football jigging is tungsten is absolutely everything because you need to feel exactly what is going on in the bottom if you pick up a finesse football jig and it is not tungsten 
throw it in the trash and buy some tungsten. Easy. <laughs> because <laughs> you are not going to feel anything. You're fishing you white line. Fine with lead. All right. Easy. <laughs> with the high end. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> throw it in the trash. I'll say this too. I'll say this too, especially with tungsten. You can go heavier and still have that really micro profile. I yeah. agree. But I will say it's. You throw can throw it. lead, people. <laughs> you can no, find throw it in the lead. trash. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> Disregard Andy's comments. You can throw lead, people. It's a personal opinion. A lot of other things I can throw <laughs> lead in. Tungsten finesse football jigs has to be tungsten. In I will agree. Opinion. In my from a personal standpoint, it has to be tungsten. But you don't for the for, if you're trying to get into this stuff, you don't need. And also another point: lead finesse football jigs are literally the same price as most tungsten finesse football jigs. They might be a 50 cent difference. Hmm. Like I think a queen football peanut football jig is what? 4.99 and then four and a half. Yeah, and then other finesse football jigs might be $4. This one's $3. Just an FYI and it's got living rubber. Oh, anyway, but what but in the grand scheme of things what's a dollar? Oh, I'm well. Well, how many are you buying? Yeah, then that's a big, big difference. Oh. I'm with you. I'm with you. I listen. I've never. We're bass fishermen. It's a problem, especially with us. Like, we don't really skimp on tackle. We don't really skimp yeah. on boats. Like, we just like ah, well, it's for my favorite thing in the world. I'll spend all the money. So I'm with you. <laughs> so we're all broke. <laughs> all right, let's digress here. Let's take a step back. Bailey finesse football jig go. <laughs> well, as Andy said it, <laughs> it's a queen tackle tungsten finesse jig. Finesse football jig, I should say. Um, that is about the only finesse football jig I will throw. Um, is that one right there? I mean, if there, there's other times when you need one that's a lot heavier, uh, but they make one up to a three ace, uh, and that one gets you down. And we're, we're talking specific situations, and I will expand on that when we start talking trailers here, which you got a glimpse of. Obviously, I didn't do a mm-hmm. great job of hiding the trailer, but um, I think the queen tackle jig just literally from the profile to the skirt options that you have really getting specific with regional colors, but also again, that hook is super light wire, but it's one that you can pin them. It's going to be stout enough where it's like, it's not going to be like, I'll be honest. I'm not a big fan of the Kitech football jig. I hate the hook in it. I despise it for that reason. It's a great head, great profile. The hook is horrible. Um, And that's where the queen tackle kind of comes in and improves that for me. I believe it's like a three, uh, I think it's a Gamagatsu. I don't know the specific model number, um, but it's one where you can still maintain that really small micro profile, but also be able to jam them. Uh, you're not going to hit them as much as you would a bigger football jig, but you're going to jam them uh, and you know that that hook's not going to flex or you're going to lose those fish like a Kitech at least. And I think that's an important thing that we'll touch on here at the end of the episode is the setup is a lot different than your bigger football jig. But Adam, what, which one are you throwing here? Yeah. I mean, I, we, can beat this one of the dead horse but the the queen tackle <laughs> peanut finesse jig is phenomenal um i will say two other options to consider bailey just talked crap about it but the Kitech, i really do like the profile i will say that small hook does have some issues um i tend to not catch as big a fish in colorado so it's not really all that big of a deal when it's two pounders and three pounders um but anyways that uh, that's one. The profile to me is fantastic, but you can make that profile on any jig, right? You have scissors. You can cut that. Another fantastic option that is not tungsten. This is a bass patrol. Very common out West for a long time. 
This is a Bass Patrol lead jig, three eighths. They go all the way up to a three quarter on this. And it is living rubber. I like that living rubber skirt, especially in cold water. And I think the other factor, it is such a, it is a big profile. It's short. It's very short jig, but it's got a lot of strands there. And I get a lot of bites on this, especially with like spotted bass or something that's suspended on the fall. I mean, that thing with the, you know, different the living rubber, it really slows it down. It just, I mean, that thing falls so slow. I've watched it on, on forward facing sonar now and I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, this thing is falls way slower than I ever knew. And then like, there'll be times where I just go to pick up my line and there's one on it and they'll, uh, they'll just eat that thing on the fall. So it's kind of an interesting deal. <laughs> Watching it go down two hours later. <laughs> yes. Now so on the Kai tech point, there is another company that makes a really good tungsten football jig, but only for the half ounce weight. And I do believe they make the half ounce because i lost the only two I bought is beast coast and make a open water sniper jig Mm -hmm. that comes in some good colors. And that, and it's a very small situation where I will go to the half ounce. And it's usually if it's blowing a hundred miles an hour where you don't want to be on the water and you're using a very specific trailer. So let's dive in to the trailer options now, because there's a wide array and there's a lot, and this is where people are going to get mad at us where we prefaced at the beginning of the show right like everybody thinks finesse trailers are just chunk style craw trailers and we're about to indulge on some awesome information here so bailey take it away yeah the uh the 99.9 percent of people will be happy that we're exposing this but also the 0.01 percent are probably like, damn it boys why'd you gotta do that um, <laughs> There are situations, um, and I'm more referring to smallmouth here, but also this can work in specific fisheries for largemouth and smallmouth. Um, but this is one heavily that I use with smallmouth. Typically when, say, a drop shot isn't getting your bigger bites, where you can get a, you can catch fish, but you're like, I can't find those bigger fish. And you're going to accept the fact that you're not going to catch as many, but the bites that you are going to get are going to be bigger. Uh, there's two different profiles with it. And the one I had showed earlier as I, again, put that, we talked about it on last week's show, that three and a quarter inch swim bait on the back. Now I'll play around the color. Typically it's a green pumpkin or actually try to go like a PB and J color trailer. Now there's that style, which is a paddle tail, which is you're, you're dragging, you're doing the same thing with a football jig, but with the paddle tail. But Andy, if you would show the folks, is you have the other rendition of how to get this bite is a straight up TRD style bait, basically a stick bait that you're putting on the back of this, especially when there's gobies involved. And this is how you can trigger some dang big bites, especially when it comes to places that have gobies. Now you can also do this with, if, if these fish are feeding, especially on like the bigger fish are on bottom, typically your lazier fish are on bottom, especially in the fall perch perch will do the same thing. There's smaller perch. If you guys ever up shallow, you'll see perch like smaller perch skirting out of the rocks and those lazier smallmouth, that's an easy male. That's another th- another colorway that you can play around with this. But that's a super kind of sneaky trailer that not a lot of people do this time of year. And it's it's not one like again, you're not get, you could get a lot of bites, but it's one majority of the time you're going to get a few bites on it a day, but they're all going to be big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a sleeper, no doubt. Let the hate mail roll in. <laughs> the roll. That's right. I again with everything else, man. I keep things. Very, very simple. 98% of the time, I am 
and again, I'm not dealing with gobies, right? I'm more of a traditional, I'm thinking Table Rock, your Lake of the Ozarks, and then also West Coast stuff, Broadad, imitating a jig. So for me, that is going to be, boy, the skirt here, but is your Yamamoto Twin Tail Grub. Fantastic action out of that thing in cold water. It still is going to wiggle just a little bit on the way down, even if you're working it really slow. Um, four or five inch models. There's a lot of great grubs out there. The Yamamoto one, I've always um, liked the salt content. You tear through them just like every other Yamamoto bait. But uh, that is going to be my trailer the vast majority of the time. That's great. And I'm kind of, I use three different ones the TRD style. Um, if I'm going to a swim bait on it, I don't use like a fat swing impact, but I will like, I actually have an entire box of just the swim bait trailers for it. The swing impacts by Kitech in all different colors for different color conditions and bait fish, but it's always, and I can't reiterate this enough, but it's always green pumpkin purple is the color or green pumpkin black are the two color finesse football jigs that i like and then the third one i said i forgot which one i said first said <laughs> swim bait. what swing impact sanko and then the third one is a striking rage chunk because it, it has a ton of action i like that one the water is really warm sorry i totally brain farted you're good <laughs> yeah that rage chunk is actually a damn good trailer yeah I also want to say really fast, I hate to cut you off, but you should be putting handcuffs for putting a swim bait in a tackle box. Yeah, I know. They're, they've been in there for like six <laughs> years, and that shows you how much I like. Those babies are warped. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mean, they come warped in the package because they come in the, the clamshell and they're yeah, all stuffed in there. So those ones are warped already. So it, I just grab whichever one looks best. And kind I, of I digress. Away. Continue, please. <laughs> yes. So they, and that's, we should have mentioned that in our previous episode, how important a clamshell swim bait is, but literally any swim bait that people are buying that's worth a dang are already coming to clamshell. So it's almost common knowledge at this point, but setups to round us out. Yeah. So for me, I, I, I think a year or two years ago, I would tell you I want – I'd probably still try to throw like a 7.4 medium heavy that I'm going to use majority of the time with a regular football jig. But that's actually – it's really changed for me, to be honest. Um, I've actually – I think it's more specifically just because I've thrown this one rod for a lot of different things, and I just love how it loads up. Is It's the new Abu Garcia Fantasista X. It's a 7.6 medium heavy fast but it does not feel like a medium heavy. It feels like almost like a hybrid between like, it's almost like they, you start at a medium, you start going up to the medium heavy and you stop halfway in between. That's really what it feels like. Cause as soon as you set that hook, the entire rod bends, but whatever it is, is pinned, you know, nine times out of 10 it's pinned. Uh, and that's one with the lighter wire football jig. That's one that I, I have a lot of confidence in right now. Uh, but that setup will change, you know, I mean, down the road when we have a legit, you know, our bigger football jig show, that's one where I'll beef that sucker up. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to go right there with you, a seven foot five alpha angler clutch. It's like a medium, medium heavy, yeah, very versatile. You can do a lot of different things with it. You can fish 10 pound tests. You can fish 20 pound tests with it. It's, it's a perfect finesse football jig because 
it's got like a medium heavy butt to it, but like almost a very finessey medium tip to where you can really hit them hard with 12 and 14 pound tests and never have to worry about losing a fish on a finesse football jig. You get I like it. Um, yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as both of you. I like that seven four to seven six rod. I'm gonna go kind of that medium medium heavy range. I like a good parabolic bend. I like making a really long cast and that light hook. You don't need all that much to hit him with, but you do need the backbone uh, in there for sure. So that's those all are, are fantastic options and right in the same uh, the wheelhouse that I'm in. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So line, line wise, though, well, sorry, line wise, I'm going to go 12 to uh, 14 the vast majority of the time. I've gone down always Flora. Before. Always Flora. Yep. And I've gone down to 10 before on like a Lake Mead 30 foot visibility situation. Get a lot of bites. I get scared because I break them off. Still setting too hard. Or if there's one too close to the boat with 10 pound, I uh, definitely don't have to hit them that hard. But I just natural man, it's a football jig bite. Like you want to just you so, want to swing. So I'm a twelve to fourteen the vast majority of the time for that. When we're on that subject of ten pound test, what I will find myself doing if I have to do that, and when I go down to a quarter ounce head on the football jig, but I'll even go even smaller on the rod to like a seven foot medium because you're not going to be able to cast very far, but it's more forgiving when you set the hook with that 10 pound test. So you don't break as many fish off. Mm. Yeah. I'm going straight 15 all the time. I, yeah. I'm too scared to go lower to be honest. And our fish are pretty dumb up here in the North. So I don't have to go lower. Yeah. Fair enough. And, but I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to shoot people straight. Like <laughs> honestly, like 15 pound fluorocarbon is invisible from four pound test to 25 or 30 pound test our fish aren't going to see it you could get away with 30 pound test on a finesse football jig but that's smart to talk about though is like people think that it's a visibility thing fluorocarbon is never invisible it's natural yeah. it, it it's naturally invisible underwater but the difference between that's line weight is what the action of the bait is based on the softness or stiffness of the line. And uh, that could be a show we could talk about in the future is just a straight fluorocarbon line show and all the differences in fluorocarbon line, because I think there's a lot of different fluorocarbon lines out there that do a lot of different things for baits and a 10 pound test in nine different brands is not the same. So, um, but anyways, guys, great show today talking about the finesse football jig. I think we hit some really cool keynotes on trailer options that a lot of people should add into the arsenal. And people are probably going to get mad at us for that. But people, the, the whole point of this, right, the Lure Lab is to help our viewers, new listeners or old listeners, everybody who's kind of coming in, chiming in. We just want to help each other catch more bass. And that's where we're going into the closing statements here, like, we want to know what you guys are doing as well, everyone who's listening, because not only do we want to help you become better anglers, but you might help us as well become better anglers. And that's where we're always learning. But we're no for experts. Now, oh, no, not by any means. Gosh, no. <laughs> you know? and the day we think we're experts, I said this, I say this all the time, we should just quit fishing because we'll never that's learn that. again. Yep. So, but uh, anyways, thanks guys for joining me here on episode four of the lure lab and thank you to everyone who has tuned into this 
show so far and we look forward to bringing you more awesome content here down the road and if you're watching on youtube please hit the subscribe button leave a comment of what your setup is and the throw us a thumbs up we greatly appreciate that if you're on the mp3 spotify apple podcast please drop a review we appreciate that just as much and until next week we will see you on saturday morning